grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Hello, everyone. Namaste and welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Hapstreet and my co-host, Patty Peterson. We are both medical intuitives, evasive quantum healers, and your host today for this spectacular full moon lunar eclipse up level moment. Um, I don't know if you are all feeling it, but the energy is huge. And we are in a gateway, which we have been all month. There's been gateways every Wednesday of our day of our show. Yeah. And it's the last Wednesday of these gateway moments. And so today, today the doors or the gates are wide open and we are swimming in this water, which water is a symbolism for consciousness. And isn't that the opportunity right now with the gates open? We have an opportunity to claim a higher level of consciousness, an expansion, a rebirth, a new you, right? And on top of all of this, the ascended numerology today, guess, do you know what it is, Patty? 12? It's a six today. Okay, rebirth. (laughs) (laughs) So for those of you who don't know ascended numerology, it's incredibly accurate. And six is a number of rebirths. So we are rebirthing today. We have an opportunity. You're good at it. I'm sorry. So, no. <laughs> so it, it, it's 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 a huge opportunity today. And so, you know, what can get in our way? You know, besides our ego, which is a lot of a lot about our topic. Our talk topic is about surrendering control. And when we can surrender control, then we can embrace who we really are. That divine energy. You know, we set our intentions and our soul guides those intentions that we set. And then we tend to want to control things and can't get out of the way of that. So we're going to go over some things around surrendering control today and maybe give you some ideas. Um, Join in the conversation, please. If you are listening, you know, via Oneness Talk Radio Facebook or YouTube, jump in the chat. Say hi. We have a call board that's open and our number is below. You can call in and be on the show if you have questions. Um, so so welcome. Welcome, everyone. And at the end of the show, we're going to do a chakra um, chakra balancing. Balancing, uplifting. Exactly. Yep. Bring and, you into a balanced state and then, and then we're guide us in. Then right? We're going to go into a meditation. Absolutely. Yes. Beautiful gateway, create. So stick with us. All right. So Jerry, do you want to, you know, somebody might be saying, um, really, what is surrender? Where do I begin? How do I surrender? Where do you start? Right. Uh, You know, good question. What is surrender? And, And it's funny because 
each time I'm in a moment where I know I need to surrender, and it usually happens during these up-level experiences or an expansion period where there's an opportunity and the ego starts to freak out and the mind starts to freak out. Um, I will go to John Denver's song, Sweet Surrender, and um, just put it on before the show because I wanted to kind of get myself in the mood of surrender. And, um, you know, in one of his lines is like a fish in the water and like a bird in the air. You know, so you think of surrender to just be able to flow or just be able to fly, to just simply be able to let go without the mind controlling the experience. Easier said than done. We could do it really easy as kids. Absolutely. Right, right. To be present, Um, you know, most of us have had uh, many years here on the planet <laughs> and a lot of patterns set into place. And so, you know, if somebody doesn't know it's an up-level day, but they're feeling very uncomfortable, right? I mean, or something in their body, you're, you were talking about when these moments come up and there often is inside of us, there's a little bit of a, maybe battle isn't the right word, but, you know, the spirit self, the infinite divine self wants to come forward more and then the mind's hanging on to something, right? Mm-hmm. And those are the moments where I know I, I feel more uncomfortable. Um, that can be sometimes felt as anxiety for some people or um, busy, busy mind. What did you say, though? Something about the mind, mm-hmm. right? And so, like Jerry says, how, you know, when we can be aware, oh, okay, there's something going on in, in me that's feeling not in that state of, balance, peace, contentedness, present maybe. And um, and then uh, for me, like you say, you know, you love that song. It's a beautiful song, something that will break us out of that turmoil, so to speak, or fighting, you know, that ego self has a hard time wanting to um, let go. It's scared. It's tied to some subconscious beliefs that we may not even be aware of. And, and that's partly what we do in our work with clients is help people to become aware of some of these subconscious beliefs that are operating in our life, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, I feel it more in my gut, you know, these this mm-hmm. turmoil. And when I sit down, I'm, I'm more, how can I be in the body and and just imagine this being lifted out and, and handing it off? That's one way I practice that surrender, you know, and, and it was just the other day when it like hit me like a brick. It went, duh, why wouldn't I let this go? Because the universe has a much better way of figuring things out than my pea brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And yet, um, yeah, so there's different ways that people may look at what surrender is. I mean, how to do it, right. how to let go, how to. And what's the beautiful quote that we learned from, I think it was in, um, Sacred Union, A Journey Home, the book by Sri Ram Khan, Kira um, Zodkiel, Archangel Zodkiel says about surrender. Do you remember that? Surrender what surrender looks like? Yeah, surrender what surrender looks like. Right? Yeah. Right. yeah. And that's really what children do. They, It's not even a concept. They're just in the moment. In the moment. Yep. So present. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably where we first start the pattern of trying to control, you know, back back when we're little. Right? Yes. We have events that happen mm-hmm. and we decide, oh, no, I don't want that experience again. I don't want to happen that to happen again. So now I'm going to do A, B and C so I don't have to experience that again. And so you start to organize your life around things that happened to try control the experience. So you don't have, you know, I found myself doing that, you know, even around, you know, things that have happened to me with my mom say, um, and I remember I I expressed my truth to her when I was in middle school and I, she slapped me in the face and that was the only time something like that had happened, but I was a, a teenager and I was speaking my truth in a respectful way, not a disrespectful way. And I remember in that moment when that happened, I made decisions, you know, A, B, and C, because this happened. Yeah. <laughs> and I ended up controlling experiences to follow those things, you know, because this happened when I move out of here and blah, blah, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we we start to, and I see it a lot too in people, especially who, who underwent a lot of abuse. Yes. Um, yes. And that's something that I never personally experienced, but mm-hmm. I, I see it in clients who, who have had mm-hmm. a lot of abuse. They felt so out of control mm-hmm. at such a young age that the only thing they can do is to try control their life so that doesn't happen again. Exactly. Exactly. I see that theme too a lot. And in homes where perhaps one of the parents had was an alcoholic or something like that. And, it, and in the home, it you never know, you're walking on eggshells, so to speak. You never know how things are going to be going, you know, their energy, their mood. And, and you learn to just um, stifle everything and blend in so you don't create um, and so they control, and I see that a lot too with the traumas in the alcoholic homes. If I, you know, because they didn't feel safe, right? right? We didn't feel safe, and many of us had um, numerous different types of experiences. It may not be as dramatic as that, mm-hmm. and and so they didn't feel safe. So what do I do to control my environment? And it's all unconscious. I mean, they're not really aware of it till something start happening in their life day to day as they start later waking up or being aware, Oh, I, you know, relationships is often a hard one or something like that to where we can, the, the patterns of control can show up more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess besides that, once we get a little older, a little bit more mature, you know, why do we control besides trying to control our environment? um, Yeah. Well, well, for what I believe is underneath is, so I'm not, you know, the ultimate, I'm not rejected, abandoned. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if I, you know, many of us, um, like say an example for me that I can think of, um, was, you know, young children see beyond or, or the, you know, they sense and feel so much more 
and there too, you share it. And then the adults in their infinite wisdom at that time don't, don't have the same perception, right? Mm-hmm. And they say, well, you're wrong. That's not, and right away as a child, then we think, well, of course, these people who give me my basic needs, we look at them as a God, so to speak, mm-hmm. and they know the most, right? And so there must be something wrong with me. We took on, take on a life script, mm-hmm. like around that. And so, um, so even there, um, we control or we will hold back who we really are, right? That keep it tucked in, conform. Most of us learn to conform in some way or manner, depending on our. And I, um, when I was unraveling um, the other day, you know, we doing different practices, meditations like we'll end in the inner child practice we've done on our show here. Each, mm-hmm. each week we try to bring something forward for people to use. And um, I was doing that because I was feeling a discomfort. And what I saw was myself speaking up in school and being ridiculed. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, so maybe I'm taking on and it's not safe to speak up or I'm, I didn't do that right or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. What did we take on depending on, on where our beliefs are and the other themes going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and control is is so so the opposite. The opposite of control is trust. Right. Right. So if we set our intention for whatever, let's say higher consciousness, let's say to lift into a different dimension. Mm-hmm. So then we we have to know without a doubt that our soul is going to get us there. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. it's our it's our mind's job to try surrender to how what that looks like, you know, and, and ultimately it's about the energy of our truth that's coming through to allow that to happen and trust. And when we don't, we hold back that divine energy. Right. Because of the third chakra and trust and control. Mm-hmm. All reside in the same spot. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We, you know, we have to have some sort of context that there is something better in order to first of all begin to trust, have a hope, right? Mm-hmm. And so there too, depending on different people, where they are and who they're with, and um, to trust in something better, and, um, and that can start us, and then on that journey, becoming more aware of who we really are inside there. Mm-hmm. And yet, and yet these patterns in there will become more evident to rescript, to unwind, to move the energy through. And yes, that center chakra, the solar plexus, the belly is a big one, our trust center. And that is all about this. I mean, this is where people hold control. You know, as medical intuitives, when we we scan, how is the energy flowing through here? This is all about trust, and this is also where people will hold hold that control because I wasn't safe. I have to do things a certain way, or I, it's not even safe for me to look. You know, some perfectionist. It's like right, and so we can go deeper into what else going on in that third chakra. So absolutely, and and it's. You know, a lot too, because that's the area of our digestive system, mm-hmm. you know, and so if we're not, if we're trying to control and we're not trusting, 
it's really hard to digest life, especially now if you're focused on the media, right? How do you digest that? If you can't right. let go and trust that there's a greater unfolding happening, right? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. It, it, and you're giving your power over to something too. You're being, you're being controlled you, willingly, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in that digestive area, we can create um, numerous, numerous things for ourselves, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I'm reading the the comments here. Thank you. <laughs> yes, that is learning to trust myself rather than what I saw in the outer, outer world was big for me. Exactly. That is the journey for all of us, right? In to start trusting what we're sensing inside here, especially if we've taken on in our lifetime where the outer sources, so to speak, didn't, didn't support that. And um, so I'm sorry, Jerry, go back to your, yeah. Um, yeah cue up there. Oh, um, oh, I was talking more about the digestive system in the area of trust, but we can, we can keep going with this, this, mm-hmm. this pathway. So mm-hmm. um It's a lot more challenging, I think. This this trust is such a huge, huge topic, and letting go of control with, you know, light workers, you know, anyone who would be listening to this show, um, for sure, because we kind of came into the opposite. <laughs> you know, we were born into the opposite of what we are, and right. you know, any I'm like thinking of our colleagues. I mean, one of the people is saying exactly yeah. right. As an infinite divine being, we chose exactly to discover ourselves. And it was so often very opposite of where we're going in order to discover it, which is crazy, but it is how it is. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. So um, it's a huge test. And I think about the kids now even just Mm -hmm. think, I mean, I think they're born with less on their plate. Um than we were. I think we came in and had to clean some, do some cleanup work (laughs) where a lot of them are just coming in bright and shiny and all polished up and ready to go. (laughs) But but they're coming into a world, but boy, do you, I mean, no one's even telling the truth out there. You know, at least back when we were born, there was some truth, (laughs) you know, or or at least it felt like there was truth. Now it doesn't, who, who, no one's telling the truth from what I can see, right? And so think about these young kids now that are really going to have to trust because they've got a world in no way that reflects the truth of who they are. <laughs> you know, they, they, they would have to work hard to to find communities like this or people like this or, you know. And, yeah, and some are being um, born to parents who perhaps themselves are waking up and becoming right. And then what I'm seeing a lot in my circles is these beautiful children coming in with this higher level of consciousness, especially in these later since 2008. However, you know, pre prerequisites, (laughs) precursors, that's the word we're coming, you know, 2000 and even, you know, there's been these waves and, um, and that, I mean, they're coming in and they are so bright. Their energy, as you mentioned, right? They're carrying this higher level of consciousness, perhaps not as much um, stuff to unwind as some of some of us have had or past lives. You know, some of them are very new, 
new here and um, and how they are waking up their parents. And then the parents are starting to um, open to new things. You know, some of them just are literally saying, I can't eat animals. Right. Because they're so connected. And the parents then start, you know, learning through them. Um, They're, they're what I've seen also is they just, um, they're just so much more accepting and open. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and even that, you know, seeing, seeing so beyond because they see the energy. Right. And so I, um, you know, that, and I, we may have mentioned this before, but to me, when I see these kids, it, um, it reminds me keep up in my game, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm here to do what I can. So we have a world for these beautiful beings to help co-create with us. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, they, they, they have different struggles perhaps than ours. I mean, you know, um, they're coming in with a, maybe a little more inner resources. Mm-hmm. I mean, access to them. I mean, we all had it, but maybe, I don't know. There's just that higher consciousness that they're landing here with. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anybody have any insights there? <laughs> they're just showing up what we had to work to get to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I'll share just since we're talking about the children and, you know, and, and there's trust in the surrender. Here's a short little story that's coming to my mind and it feels maybe it's appropriate to share. So I, I come from a huge family. I have a, a lot of siblings, a dozen, and they all have large families. And so I'm, I'm able to be around all these beautiful beings. And um, what my younger sister in 2011 was going into um, labor. And, and I've told other, a few of them that if they have any, you know, problems that I'll come and do some energy work to help them feel more comfortable while they're birthing. And with my nurse background, um, I've supported in that way. And sometimes just before the baby and connecting with them. But anyway, she, she was laboring and laboring and things weren't progressing at a certain point. And she said, you know, maybe you should come. And so I did. And I got there and I connected with the being and in, in still in the womb and spoke to him, her at the time we weren't knowing what was who she, he, she was and, um, and went into this connection of helping to guide. And, um, and when he was born, he was born shortly. I mean, like this, it was amazing how fast he came. And I never felt such energy rush I mean, you know, even my birth, my children were different. This, when he, and I even saw, I remember seeing tears and, you know, doctors and some of the nurse there that were there that the whole room, I literally like a big light came. Boom, boom. <laughs> and, and so it was about a year later when I was seeing Master Lady Kira Ra, I, I mentioned this to her because she was talking about the new children coming in. And, and I said, you know, one of the most profound experiences of my life was being at the birth of my nephew. And she said, that soul called you to be there. So he felt safe coming into this world. Mm -hmm. So this, we just trusted the unfolding of this and how all these things are going on beyond, you know, what my mind knew. My mind knew, okay, I'm going to go and offer some energy work (laughs) and this greater whole happening um, was going on. And so that's such a, big piece around surrender, right? right. Well, it's 
bigger? Can we let go to this grander vision than our little peanut brains can even fathom? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, and that brings me to a question that I was going to ask you. So mm-hmm. um, oftentimes, I shouldn't even say oftentimes, you know, I, it's probably all the time. But if, wow. if, if our intention is to lift or to be the best mm-hmm. we can be or whatever, mm-hmm. and we don't surrender and we don't trust, then sometimes the soul will step in and say, okay, then, <laughs> you know, and an experience will happen. Yes. Teach you to surrender and will teach you to trust. So can you, can you think of a personal experience where, um, you know, basically your soul stepped in and said, okay, so here's an experience so that you can learn to trust more and let go. (laughs) Um, Was I conscious of that in the moment? I mean, I've had car accidents, you know, now I look back in my twenties, I had, many car accidents. I'm going, wow. I think the universe was saying something to me then too, you know, mm-hmm. some wake up calls and um, uh, I survived. I'm still here, <laughs> you know, and um, boy, that's such a good question where I was, you know, there's so many experiences even of, um, you know, I'm, I, I'm out there, um, you know, meeting men, dating, and, you know, trying certain ways, um, dating apps, this or that. And then all of a sudden, um, somebody shows up on an airplane and it's like, wow, okay, here's an option. And <laughs> the universe put it there. <laughs> but um, as far as controlling, you know, and then, and I've had huge wake up calls as far as, you know, when my husband died suddenly and everything's cracked open and you can't do anything, but show me, I don't even know how to walk. Take one step, you know, show me universe. I remember that just continually. Um, so, yeah, share, you know, what comes to mind for you, Jerry, and maybe it'll trigger something where I was, because I definitely, you know, um, have figured out <laughs> that I've been controlling situations when I wasn't even aware. Right. And I see that my clients often were not even aware of where we might be trying to hold some parameters around something. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Share some of your enlightenment around that. Well, I know I've, I've had a, a couple experiences both ways. Like, how could I not trust after this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But um, going back to my divorce experience, right? Mm-hmm. Seven years in court, you know, hashing over the same things. You know, literally, like, why are we still going over the same yeah. stuff, the same affidavits, the same, you know, it's not falling apart. And my mind was so wrapped around it. And after seven years of it, me, me thinking that I could, you know, lift out of it or why can't I create my way out of it? And, and the ultimate end of it was I needed to surrender out of it. I had to surrender my mind and let go. Right. And it was, and it was you envisioned it, right? Is that kind of what you're saying? Okay, I had this certain picture, this certain way. Yep. yep. Let it go. And if mm-hmm. I work really hard, Right. If I work really hard, if I let go of this, release that, do all the healing work, visualize, do all the the, the higher ascended tools that I knew that I needed to do, that I could create the outcome that I wanted. (laughs) Well, lo and behold, I couldn't create the because 
first of all, I was still in the same level of consciousness, but I was at the consciousness that I knew I, at least I knew I was a creator and that right. I was responsible for what was being created. Again, you were unconscious of some of the old that's in there. It's a mercy on yep. yourself. Doing yep. the best at that moment that you could. And, <laughs> However, in yes. the very, very last year of my experience or the, or the last round of it, everything went completely wrong. Like it completely fell apart. It was nothing. Like, and I'm like, Oh my God, did I, I completely failed. I failed as a creator. Oh. I failed at oh. every way. And then I just, I fell into surrender. Yeah. I fell into surrender because I felt like I was just, life was over. I completely failed. And, um, and then it was after that, that it was like, no, you didn't fail at all. This was all about releasing your mind. Right. You know, it was all about you finally let go of your mind. It took seven years. <laughs> <laughs> that's the number of mastery, by the way. Yes, yes, that's a significant number, too. <laughs> but um, beautiful. Yes, that that we so trust that greater unfolding that I can, we can't see in this moment with the perspective from this dimension. Where else can I let go? And that's a beautiful sentence, Stem. What I'm ready to let go of right now is, and then see what, what just pours forth from your inner being. Mm-hmm. Because in order to allow in, there's always some letting go that has to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we're not only unwinding, like we talked about, you know, these different beliefs and um, perhaps traumas and patterns and habits we took on, but we're, most of us are unwinding generationally. Absolutely. And then let's throw in some past life um, fractures we're trying to heal. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we, we might have had 700 lifetimes of being right. a controlling right. king or whatever. Right, right. Well, and then the one thing that happened that I remember very clearly. So I, I was crushed to the ground because mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. you know, basically it lost everything <laughs> by the yeah. it, of yeah. all of this. And it was beat up by the experience. You know, I beat myself up with the mind because I couldn't let go of the details around it. And I worked so hard to try create mm-hmm. it the way I wanted it or I thought it should go. Right. Mm-hmm. So once I let go of that and completely was in that state of surrender and then came the compassion for myself to let go, to forgive myself, to let yes. go of the judgment and how I did it. Yes. And that whole process, the massive compassion, that's actually where I went to my lift into the fifth dimension was after that experience. Look at that. Look at that. And, and it was, and I felt the energy of my soul coming in because once I hit that surrender, it was like, there wasn't anything I could do that my soul wasn't guiding. So it was like a moving over of the brain and a letting in of the soul. There was experiences that I thought I wanted to do and I would try to do it and they wouldn't work out. It wouldn't work. Exactly. There's a clue right there, folks, right? It ain't working. Okay. Let go. <laughs> yeah. It, but then I'd be offered another better experience over yes. here that was clearly in alignment. And it was like, geez. So for the longest time, it's like, oh, boy, do I trust now that I, I can't make a mistake, even if I want to. I can't because my soul's got this. <laughs> there we go. There's another beautiful affirmation, right? Um, I remember that happened to me recently, too, around I'm trying to think of the experience and talking to my daughter, who is a soul code seven and beautiful wisdom <laughs> come through. And, and she's going, but mom, you've got to remember, you can't mess it up. 
right? Mm-hmm. Let go and and just know you can't mess it up. That too is tied to an old theme or belief we took on. Right. More we just show me, show me. What a what a what a um with each step of that, right? Everything in my experience is a is a step of that ever refining, ever evolving. So we take one step of surrender and we feel that and then you know something else comes and maybe there's another I get to practice being in more trust and that and trust and love being the same. And so as you said, you know, that compassion toward yourself, how can we love ourselves more? And that is that accepting, accepting mm-hmm. ourselves on every level. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I did muck this up a bit by, you know. So I did spend seven of years of my life <laughs> racking my brain out, <laughs> breaking my brain. I did that too. Oh, exactly, right? Oh, another experience I do. Yes, now I have more compassion for myself and others. I can understand where other people are at more, Absolutely. right? Especially when we work as healers, teachers, mentors. You know, there's so many things that, um, we can be much more um, compassionate about help because we've been there. Absolutely. And we've had to walk through that and we'll often see that showing up in front of us. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I can think of so many experiences and I'm sure you can too, you know, once you start to let go and it's a constant thing too. Each time you want to, um, go a little further on your journey, there's another surrender. <laughs> right. There's more trust. It's like it doesn't stop. Right. You have to keep doing it, you know? Exactly, because <laughs> the ego is going to come up and fight even more when you're on to, moving on to another soul up level, right? Or right. Spiritual consciousness up level. The ego self will go, wait a minute. I, I just got comfortable where I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was just starting to chill a little. Now you're going to add another, you know, right. <laughs> another opening. I got to expand more or whatever, let go more. And, and it'll fight, you know, are you sane? Are you sure you're really going to be um, looked at as weird? You're going to be a tr- rejected, abandoned. Yeah, <laughs> no, right. No. I, I, I'm the little kid who's being left behind. Don't you dare leave me behind. <laughs> Yes, that's the ego. It'll throw at us exactly where it's tied. Yeah. And, um, so, and it's crossing my thought right now. So while we're talking about that, if there's any listeners that would love to understand some of the, what's feeding that ego and that's coming from that hurting inner child where we've taken on a life script. There's like five major life scripts. And um, like, I don't fit in. I did wrong. I am wrong. I deserve to be punished. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. It's And so there's a program that will be coming in July, Navigating the Inner Matrix, which is a home study program with uh, Master Lady Kiran, wisdom teacher Sri Ramka, that I, we highly recommend to help understand those life scripts and how to unwind those to let your spirit soul lead more. And I've taken it a few times. I'm sure you have, Jer. Yeah. Oh, I recommend it to, I think they should teach it in, in every middle school. And so if you're interested in that, you can go to S-R-I and A-N-D, Kira, K-I-R-A.com. 
and it's navigating the inner matrix. And so you can find that there. It's a great way to take care of that mm-hmm. inner child and the ego mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to live and help yeah. you through those. There'll things. be practices. There's one called the safe practice. There's others that you begin to, to be able to help that area feel safe to chill so that control can settle and we can surrender more into the infinite you, the soul, you spirit, you, whatever word works for you there. And yes, thank you people in the um, beautiful beings in the chat. And did you check the call board at all, Jer? I did. I just checked. Okay. So if no anyone there. wants to call in, you can. Yes. 517-208-1500. And we're here. Um, we can tune in and offer some, you know, intuitive guidance, uh, connection, anything, comments, questions. We really love to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So and I'm thinking, um, you know, so as we go and learn the trust and and the mm-hmm. surrender more, um, I've had a few experiences where it's like, wow, how can I not trust, right? How can yes. I not trust? Mm-hmm. And can, can you think of a couple of those experiences offhand? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of an experience where my intention was to go to Bhutan mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. This was not a cheap trip, <laughs> you know, right. roughly the $10,000 mm-hmm. mark to go on a trip. And um, I'm thinking, where on earth? I'm a substitute teacher and doing healing work, but that's a big chunk of money just to go on a trip. So mm-hmm. that money's going to have to come to me. So I said yes to the trip without mm-hmm. even having the money. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there was two payments due during two periods of time. And literally the day that those both those payments were due, mm-hmm. I got a mysterious, I, I got a check that just showed up. You know, it's from someone I knew. It wasn't just a mysterious check, but it was completely unexpected mm-hmm. for the exact amount both times. And I got the whole amount for the trip. And so I've had this happen many times, mm-hmm. but it came with a um, it came with a trust being okay if I'm being guided to go here. I trust that all I need will come. And I just had to try, keep my mind out of the way and let go of worrying about the details and knowing that the money would show up and it did. Yes, absolutely. And I hear um, clients tell me the same thing when they say that big yes. And they're like, the money's not even there. And opportunities come to maybe even put in more hours or that money shows up in so many different ways. And Mm -hmm. I've seen that numerous times in my life. You know, one incident that came to my mind was in 2016, I was going through a big unravel, (laughs) you know, where um, every, I was having a lot of um, opportunities come up to heal on every level. And it was very uncomfortable. I had many months of lot of physical symptoms where I really had a hard time functioning because I, I didn't sleep for days. I was had panic attacks and I knew I needed to fly to Uruguay where our mentors were at the time for some healing. And I thought I can hardly even pack, you know, to keep my mind settled to pack. To keep, How am I going to go through how many airports, different countries to get all the way down to the bottom of South America? And And yet my soul knew that that was one, one way 
that would offer me the support, the guidance to fully heal and break through what these old limiting patterns that were coming up to be healed. And literally everything was, I just did my best and let go of details. And I remember getting to the airport and I would get things like the pre TSA, you know, that, so you just hardly had to check in. Um, I was put in front of, in front of the lines here. I was, I literally, as I stopped, wow, I felt like there was this cocoon, like literally floating me through the airport, Mm -hmm. you know? So that was a time I thought I totally had to surrender because Mm -hmm. logically, I I don't know how, how I got there (laughs) in Mm -hmm. that state of my mental and physical health at the time. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think, I think that sometimes is what complete, um, I don't know, chaos, or I don't know how to explain it. I think sometimes we get ourselves in situations that are so complex and that are so big that there's no way our mind can figure it out. So all we can do is surrender. Right. So, so there's times we're placed in those situations mm-hmm. just for that reason, reason mm-hmm. alone, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, I, I'm just, I got to let go of this one. And, and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. my mind can't make it through. <laughs> right. Yes. The hand of grace. Exactly. Tracy, how often can we do that when, you know, let's, I let go. Show me. And it doesn't have to be right in that moment, just <laughs> however it's meant to be for the highest good of all. Right. right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's a constant practice for some of us. Um, if you know, if that wasn't our natural pattern till it becomes that way. And that soul starts guiding more. The ego feels safe to let go and go in the back seat, as we say. Mm-hmm. Spirit can guide. And that truly is for the highest good of all. Right. right. Yeah. You know, and, and so the opposite say the op and I was thinking about this today, Mm -hmm. you know, even so the opposite of all of this is being in a place where you can command the light, right. Where you're putting out your hand and commanding. Mm -hmm. And, And so I was sharing with you before we got on that I had a weed whacker loud, the, the, um, um, the gas powered ones that right outside my window from eight in the morning to literally 15 minutes before the show. And my first reaction was, okay, here, I'm, I'm going to send a message to the apartments and tell them they, got, they can't do this. Yeah. And usually they come on Thursdays. They don't come on Wednesdays. And the, the, and I did send a message and the apartments are responded. There's nothing they could do. You know, they're here today. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go out the door and I'm going to go tell them. (laughs) And I'm opening up the door and I'm like, wait a minute here. You know, I'm trying to control the situation. Mm -hmm. I know who I am. I can command the light. Right. And that's even beyond trust. That's a knowing, right? Yeah. You have to be, you have to reach a certain state of even being before you have the power in the command even. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I commanded the light. I commanded that a, and I, and I didn't command that the, the guy, you know, his motor thing break up, <laughs> lose power. It was nothing like that. It was, I, you know, I commander a bubble of, of um, silence around me, you know, the only silence, right. And nothing, yeah. nothing. It, it stopped 
literally 10 minutes before the show and um, I haven't heard a peep from them since. So <laughs> it, it was like a reminder to me before this show, remember who you are. Yeah. And it's even beyond trust. It's yeah. knowing that you can command energy. Mm-hmm. And when you can command energy, that's really the opposite of trying to control it. Absolutely. Command is from the place of presence saying, I know who I am and what I can do. Mm-hmm. And it's all energy. Mm-hmm. And um, control is the mind freaking out because the commander's coming. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> it's really a command. But I have to control you because I don't feel something or whatever. Yeah, I, right. I don't feel worthy of being yeah. able to do yeah. that or, yeah. mm-hmm. or trust that I can do that or trust that I have that power in me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a beautiful reminder for all of us. And, um, and perhaps a segue into let's, you know, come together and all receive a beautiful, you know, balancing and going through our chakras and, and, you know, just tune in what you sense in yours. And I will use my uh, beautiful golden chalice. I, um, and we will do a little, Chakra balancing, lifting, and then when we get to our crown, Jerry will take us into this beautiful gateway, which is today the full moon, lunar eclipse. eclipse. Up level. level day. I mean, it's like, let's create, let's lift our consciousness together and and surrender right. the infinite that we are and connected to all that is the oneness. And right. And, and remember, remember who we really are and remember yeah. that we are, we have that power. We have the ability to command the light and to surrender that mind. So we can step into that, step into that energy and claim that. Yes. See it. And so what I'll do is I'm going to play the chalice. I'm going to, Start with our root chakra. And if you choose, I encourage to, with a deep breath, envision anything leaving the chakras out the front and back. You know the chakras come through the spine, out the front and the back, and they're interacting energy between the physical body and the your external. And so the more you hold the intent, let me clear out what's not serving me and anchor a positive. I'll give you a positive affirmation for that chakra. And... Um, and we will do that. And as we start with the lower chakra, which is the traditional root, all about beingness. Thank you, Elizabeth. It's a gift to simply allow beingness. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. If it's safe to do so, you can close your eyes. You can really feel your energy and connect. Deep breath in through the nose. Envision breathing that. I like to breathe in crystalline light all the way down the Take a spine to that tip of that tailbone, to that traditional root chakra. And the old structures were around safety and support. And as we are so trusting in that we are safe in this body, in this form, we step into beingness. all about foundationalizing our spiritual trust in service to move in the world. So a beautiful affirmation here is, I recognize that abundance flows from my efforts to serve the needs of others from an open heart. Breathe that in. Let that positive affirmation anchor in that crystalline beingness of your root chakra. So. 
From there, bring that crystalline light into your sacral below the belly button. Fill that area with your infinite divine beingness. Let it illuminate. And with the sound of this chalice, hold the intent to clear out any congestions that aren't serving you. The spiritual quality of this chakra is all around balance. Letting the old go. Co-creating your new. It's a creation center. Deep breath in. Breathe it out. Here's our affirmation. I respond to the natural flow and release the need to control it. There we go. Ooh, feel that? I'm feeling that watery. We're swimming in water here. And there's that watery with that. Beautiful. Bring your crystalline energy to your solar plexus, belly. Fill that third chakra, the center of control. Often it gets held. Uh, Let that permeate through it It, with the intent to clear out anything not serving for the highest with the tone, breathe it, send it out. I trust the invisible timing of events. I trust the invisible timing of events. Beautiful third chakra affirmation. Anchor that. Wow, I feel that. Your first three chakras now are in alignment. Now we can go into the ascended heart. Breathe into the heart. Bring that crystalline light into that heart. Crystalline. Down through the arms even. Notice the back of the heart center. With a deep breath, release what's not serving in that heart chakra. All about love. I have a strong sense of self-worth. Ooh, hearing tones. I'm hearing beautiful tones with that. I have a strong sense of self-worth. And clear out behind. Beautiful. Filling the chakra up into lifting into the truth chakra, the throat, our fifth. Deep breath in. Clear what's no longer serving. I direct my actions from listening within. Surrendering into that. Stabilizing, lifting, lifting. Double infinity symbol uh, side to side and interlocking from the heart is lifting, clearing through the throat into your third eye, sixth chakra between the eyes. Breathe your crystalline light there. Filling that whole head. This governs our endocrine system. So many beautiful glands in there. The brain is in there. Breathe. Hold it. Clear intention. Clear out what's no longer serving. I listen to my guidance and inner knowing. I seek to understand spirit's individual wish for my life. There we go. 
deep conscious breath. Now take perhaps from all the way from the root and breathe it up that spine, all that energy balance to the crown, our wisdom center. I'm undaunted by challenges. Clearing back of the head. Make sure you're sending out there everything that's serving. I will play the crystalline tones to lift us, and Jerry will guide us into this beautiful gateway. Uh, As we enter the gateway... And as we're swimming in the water, the ocean of consciousness, you feel feel that liquid crystalline light, the liquid crystalline ocean that we're all swimming in. Isn't it light and isn't it beautiful? And in this moment, it's like everything has converged, everything has opened, and the universe is saying, what is it that you want? What is it that you really, really want? What is it that you want to be? You're given this opportunity, this moment in this lifetime. You know, here it is. I'm giving it to you. What is your dream? Where are you? What do you look like? Who are you with? How do you see yourself? You know, what is the you that you came here to do and to be and to experience because this moment is be giving, being given to you now to claim that, to be that, to experience that. And all you have to do is say yes to it. So see yourself there. Claim that yes in whatever that yes means to you. But say yes to whatever that is. And while you're saying that, yes, know that all the angels, all the ascended masters, they're all right here supporting every one of the yeses. And it's just the trust, the trust that we know that this is being taken care of. And they're saying right now, yes, yes, yes. It's all being taken care of. Your answers are granted. Your dreams are granted. And so just floating in this moment and, and with a smile, because the smile is, is the knowing, is the knowing like, yes, yes, we've got this. Of course we do. Why, why would we never not trust the truth of who we are? Why would we never trust our core beingness, the light within, our ability to create and be all that we are? And so we seal that seal that knowing, seal that vision with a smile. And as we come back here now to this present moment, out out of that ocean. (laughs) All around you, beautiful cocoon of co-creative energy and connection. Wow. I'm floating off my chair, dear. Ooh, so beautiful light coming out of our hands. Yeah. All of you. Beautiful lotuses. 
um, it, I'm hearing ignition. There's a beautiful ignition happening. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of um, golden energy spiraling up. Resting. I loved the vision I got, I received. Thank you, Jerry. Wow. Feeling it as as here, as now, as you. Wow. And so anyone that may be catching this at a later date, it, mm-hmm. it matters not. It, it does not. not. Right. The time was right for you. The energy is still here in this moment and, and in the next moment, in any moment you should catch this. Yes. And so hold, hold this because, wow, we really did something divine. <laughs> yes. And so thank you all for being here today. This was an honor and a pleasure. Thank you. Jump yes. in the chats. and yes. Love you all. Big hugs. Yes. Yes. Star to star, I see you. I feel you. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Big hugs. Go through this day knowing that um, all is well. (laughs) Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for listening in to Light Laughter and Lattes. It has been my honor and pleasure. Please visit jerryhab.wix.com And check out my services and my packages. I work with people in person and from a distance. And I also give free 15-minute consultations. And so until next week, may your week be filled with light, laughter, and a whole lot of love.